Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, as you know, this week saw that deeply tragic case of a young boy savagely attacked by a dog, which in turn led the Taoiseach to wonder out loud if people should be allowed to own so-called dangerous breeds of dogs. But is there such a thing as a dangerous breed? Susie Walsh is a dog trainer and behaviourist. Good afternoon, Susie. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Uh, From your point of view and the work you do day to day, do people get bitten a lot by their dogs? Not necessarily this this, uh, uh, horrific type scale, but just routinely they might get a bite. Uh, Well, obviously not. It's a very tragic event. But no, uh, yes, the bite rate is increasing. Um, are they hospitalisation bites? Yes, I believe that's on the increase. But from my point of view, it's uh, nipping, bruising, maybe a little bit of a puncture wound, that kind of thing. And it, I'm definitely seeing more cases this year than I've ever seen before. And it's been slowly increasing over time. What would you ascribe that to? Uh, to be perfectly honest, from my point of view, um, it's it's the where it starts. A lot of the time we are treating uh, uh, the kind of the symptom we're not treating the cause the cause of the problem that we're having in this country i strongly believe is where most of our dogs are coming from we have a huge huge problem with commercial breeding establishments here in ireland it's a big problem where you have registered so-called legitimate um breeding facilities with 200 plus female dogs breeding puppies all the time the problem from my perspective is who is socializing those puppies who is handling those puppies who is kissing touching holding exposing them to noises sounds people other dogs and all of these things that we know repeatedly through research and science this needs to happen from three weeks of age or even younger with the puppy the most important time is three weeks to eight weeks of age and people are often getting puppies much older than that they're getting puppies from Places that maybe have never even been in a house, they haven't been held, they maybe haven't even been seen by a proper veterinarian, they're coming from mothers that are incredibly stressed, they're coming from parents with health problems, they're coming from dogs that maybe the father can't be around people, you know, all of these kind of things and they're contributing to this massive cycle of increase and increase because we're doing nothing about it, instead what we're doing is blaming a restricted particular breeds or blaming and putting them on restrictions on dogs and the problem with restrictions just becomes problems because at the end of the day it's not preventing people from getting any particular breed or not particular breed but once you stick a muzzle and a lead on a dog then you're not allowing them to socialize effectively what you're doing is running the risk of human error now i'm not saying by the way i'm not even going to comment on the case in westford mm, no, of course. But even if you bring a dog into your home and it is a restricted breed and you follow all the rules and you follow all the guidelines accidents can happen and i'm not saying that the, again the one in wexford not even commenting on that but you know human human error comes into it and what happens when you have that dog it's a ticking time bomb because that dog has not been handled mixed with people in and out of social situations the way it should be and so it's going to be scared that dog is going to be fearful and what happens when a dog is fearful they turn to aggressive, defensive behaviour. Mm. But uh, that's are, what we've got here in this country. But Susie, those those restricted breeds, are they inherently aggressive? Or, or, or is this a kind of a chicken and egg thing? We regard them as aggressive, therefore we put muzzles on them and keep them away from people and they become aggressive as a result of that. It's really ironic because we live very, very close to, for example, the UK. And in the UK, for example... Uh, one breed in particular comes to mind, a German Shepherd. So a German Shepherd here is a restricted breed and a lot of people would naturally have a tendency towards fearful. Of course, the water, they're not restricted and so they're considered either in the States or 
in the UK, just like a Labrador, for example. Now, there are some breeds absolutely that need more requirements because historically that's what they were bred for genetically. And there are absolutely some breeds of dogs that I consider totally unsuitable for apartment living, house living, family scenarios, because people just don't have the time. It's not because they're innately aggressive breeds of dogs. It's because they don't have time to fill the needs of that particular dog and then that dog is looking for an outlet and if they're not again some breeds naturally socialize easier than others and so if people aren't doing that and what's needed you know there's tons of research on this topic and here we are again it feels like a hamster wheel where you know we have to wait for another big tragedy to happen and another tragedy to happen for anyone to do anything about it that was uh, susie walsh there dog trainer and behaviorist Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.